Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, I will be exploring the question, why didn't I like vaginas? And even just using the word vagina feels provocative. It feels like a risk. I wonder what you associated with that word. Well, whatever the case, if you have never been attracted to the typical types of pornography, which often feature vaginas and other female sexual parts, this episode is for you. The idea of exploring this question actually came from a member of the husband material community who sent me the following message. Hi, Drew. I listened to your podcast with Sheila Ray Gregoire and was very interested in what she had to say. She spoke about how purity culture describes men as being intensely sexual beings and at the mercy of their lustful and perverted desires, for example, in the book Every Man's Battle. I grew up hearing these messages as a boy who was never interested in typical masculine activities. I was enmeshed with my mom who told me how evil lust was and how terrible it was to appreciate a woman's beauty or sexuality. I was committed to not perpetrate the awful sin of lusting after a woman. I was convinced not to ever view a woman as a sexual being. Instead, when my hormones started raging as a teen, I justified looking at men lustfully. In a weird way, I felt like it was okay to look at men lustfully because at least I wasn't the evil pervert lusting after women. While I feel there are multiple factors that influenced my continued struggle with same-sex attraction, I am convinced that the purity culture message was a huge influence on my turning to men to fulfill my sexual desires. And he said, my question is this, have you ever heard of anyone with a similar story to mine? And the answer is yes, absolutely 100% yes. I hear these stories from my students and clients in Husband Material Academy and in coaching, but these stories don't get told. And people don't really talk about this. People don't talk as much about how purity culture affects men. Lots of people are talking about how purity culture negatively affects women and causes them to dislike their own bodies. I think there's a piece of this conversation which I want to start today. And that is the question of how does purity culture affect the way that men view women's bodies? not merely as objects, but also as threats, something to avoid. And that's really what my experience was. And so this message so deeply resonated with me, even though I don't identify as a man with same-sex attraction, it sounds a lot like my own story. Because from a very early age, I too committed myself to never look at a woman's sexual parts because that would be nasty and dirty and certainly not something a Christian boy would do. So I didn't want to see breasts and vaginas. That's not the type of porn I looked at. I actually wanted to see mouths and teeth and <laughs> teeth, girls with braces. So my pornographic fantasies all revolved around kissing and oral sex with clothes on, not naked women, not vaginas, not breasts even, because when I hit puberty, viewing the naked body actually felt evil and disgusting. And in this episode, I want to talk about why. And really just ask the question. I don't 
pretend to have a full, complete answer to this question, just like this guy who sent me this really profound message, I too justified my secret sexual fantasy life, thinking, it's just kissing, it's just oral sex, they, they have clothes on, at least I'm not the evil pervert having sexual intercourse or looking at videos of people having intercourse, looking at videos of naked women and vaginas. And I don't think that was a good thing. Now, on the one hand, I'm grateful that I stayed away from hardcore porn because of this. But on the other hand, I'm grieving because, as I will share, the effects of my lack of awareness and appreciation for female sexual parts and for the body of a woman had negative repercussions for me. Let's talk about how all of this started, at least for me. Maybe some of it will resonate with you. Maybe some of it won't. That's okay. When I think about why didn't I like vaginas, five reasons come to mind. Purity culture, parents, peers, princesses, and porn. First of all, purity culture. And it might be helpful to do a little refresher on what is purity culture. Well, it's an evangelical movement that started in the 80s and 90s, but it's really much older than that. I mean, we can see it in the Victorian era. We can even see it in biblical times. This attitude towards sexuality as bad. The message of purity culture summed up is sex is bad. So save it for someone you love when you get married. Um, And there are all kinds of resources now out that are talking about purity culture. But the, the basic idea is that If you want to honor God with your sexuality, the way you do that is by shutting it down and repressing sexual urges and not having sex till you're married. And really, I believe in the wisdom of that. I don't believe sex outside of marriage is a good idea. The problem is that purity culture motivated kids with fear and shame. For example, just complete the sentence for me. I must stay pure or else. Or else what? When I ask men this question, they say, or else I'm not a good Christian, or else I'll go to hell, or else I'm damaged goods, or else I'll never be a good husband, or else I'm worthless, or else I'm a monster. Purity culture uses things like uh, promise rings and pledges and commitments to put pressure on kids to stay pure, so to speak, until you're married. And by the way, purity is usually defined as some kind of surface level behavior or rather a lack of behavior. And personally, I bought into it. I believed it. I wanted to stay pure so badly that I avoided the naked female body at all costs. And that's a big reason why I believe I didn't like vaginas because I was afraid of them. This deep-seated fear intimidation. And that's also affected by other parts of my story, but purity culture was certainly a contributor. And that deep-seated fear and shame was handed down to me by my parents. And that's reason number two. Because of my parents, I didn't know anything about vaginas. My mom and dad were very ashamed of their sexual past, so they never talked about sex, except to say, Don't do it before marriage. And other than that, I was completely on my own. So for years, I actually 
knew nothing about vaginas. I thought the vagina was the place where girls and women pee, poop, and have babies. I didn't know there were actually two holes, so to speak. I thought it was just one, where pee comes out, where poop comes out, and where the penis goes in. And to me, that actually seemed kind of gross, but I was so ignorant. And how am I supposed to appreciate and value something and even desire it if I don't know anything about it? And so because I was afraid of it and because I had no awareness, that certainly played a part in me not thinking that a vagina was something I would maybe be interested in one day. I had a negative association with this body part. And I'm not saying that as a kid, I wished I would have seen all kinds of pictures of vaginas. No, but I wish people would have talked about it in a way that was honoring to God. But you know who are the only people who were talking about vaginas when I was a kid? Um, besides popular culture, my peers were talking about vaginas. And because of my peers, I associated vaginas with vulgarity. So my peers were talking about sexual body parts all the time. In fact, I remember sitting around my fourth grade lunch table and these boys were calling each other pussy, calling each other vagina, using it like a curse word. So degrading. Frankly, I didn't like the way these boys were talking. To me, it felt gross. It felt nasty. I was interested because I wasn't hearing anyone else talk about it, but I didn't want to be a part of that conversation and I didn't want to be a part of this toxic masculinity that was even growing in, in fourth graders in their little hearts. And so naturally that just reinforced my negative association with female body. Now, when I went home from school, I watched a lot of TV and I watched a lot of Disney movies. And that leads me to reason number four, princesses. I watched a lot of Disney movies where the climax of the film, where the most important and transformational moment occurs, it's true love's first kiss. This is more the case with the old Disney movies, like from the 90s. Disney movies did not show sex scenes. They did not talk about sex, but they were very romantic and they were building everything up to the moment of the kiss. And I believe that Disney and other media really shaped my sexual imagination and even created a very, very positive association with kissing. And I can see where that comes from more in my family. I can see a little bit of where that comes from in my abuse. I can see a little bit of where that comes from just in my own discomfort but kissing was something that I had a very positive association with, and I actually associated love with kissing more than sexual intercourse. And as I did hit puberty, there was one more influence, which I believe contributed to my lack of interest, my lack of awareness, my lack of appreciation of vaginas, and that's porn and masturbation. Because I had no idea, no idea, that when I masturbated, I was unconsciously creating a replica of a vagina with my own hand. This is something I learned in the PSAP program 
from Dr. Adrian Hickman. He said that when you masturbate, your hand becomes a surrogate vagina. It is a welcoming, warm tube of human skin that is gentle, that is comforting and soothing, and it's immersive and surrounding your penis that fits just right. I mean, that's really what a vagina is supposed to be in the context of intercourse. And little did I know that when I was masturbating, I was actually mimicking the very dynamic of having my penis in a vagina. I I don't know. Maybe you thought of that. I never thought of that. It was a breakthrough for me because I knew nothing about vaginas. I didn't know that they have lips. I didn't know that the clitoris existed. It actually wasn't until I was engaged to be married that I started learning a lot more about sex. And I think that was good developmentally, but there was so much lacking. There was so much deprivation in learning about God's design and being able to worship him, not just for my body, but for the bodies of the opposite sex. I was taught by purity culture to avoid the opposite sex in terms of their sexuality, in terms of their sexual parts. And and again, I think the boundaries are good, but there was also a lack of blessing. And because of that, I had to learn a lot of stuff pretty late. And I still had a negative association with the vagina by the time I got married And I really didn't have any positive associations either in my brain or in my body. So it makes sense that on my wedding night, I wanted it to be satisfying. But my penis fell totally flat. Even after over a year of freedom from porn and masturbation, I wasn't able to respond. And in fact, to my disappointment, I wasn't able to have sexual intercourse fully for the first seven months of being married. I wanted to, but my brain and my body simply didn't like vaginas yet. Now that's changed. And I am a big fan of the vagina. And I'm not just saying that theoretically, I'm saying that experientially. It is a wonderful creation of God. And eventually, after seven months of being married, I was able to enjoy vaginal intercourse for the first time with no hands, with no surrogate vagina. And I look back on this with mixed feelings. On the positive side, I'm glad that the only vagina I've ever known belongs to the person to whom I married. And I'm grateful for that. On the negative side, the lack of awareness and appreciation really kept me immature and detached from God's design. And it's part of what affected my arousal. It's part of why my own specific sexual arousal tilted toward a fetish, something separate from the body. It's part of why naked bodies never really appealed to me. Some of you might not know that. You might not know that traditional, typical porn is not what I've personally struggled with. I think a big part of that is because of the dynamics I've described. Purity culture, parents, peers, princesses, and porn. So when I got married, my body still had to unlearn being aroused by those 
old patterns, those neural pathways which had been reinforced time and time again in my brain. I had to learn how to respond to a real woman. Why am I telling you this story? I really hope that me sharing a little bit more of my story and just asking this question, why didn't I like vaginas? We'll do a couple of things for you. Number one, that it will validate you that this is totally normal. If you grew up in purity culture, if you grew up with attractions to something weird and different, man, it's totally normal. There's a reason for that. Maybe there's a lot of reasons behind that. And it's okay. I also want to encourage you that there is hope that neuroplasticity means that our brains can change. And if we have negative associations, they can become less fixated, more flexible. You are not doomed to a life sentence of only ever being aroused by one specific thing. And positive associations can develop. It takes time. It's a journey and it's messy. It's not linear. But listen, there's hope. And when I talk about hope, I am not trying to promote the idea that unwanted sexual attraction can simply disappear or be permanently removed from your life. Rather, I'm saying that if you're like me, and if you grew up with a very negative view of vaginas and women's bodies, that our brains can unlearn those negative associations that we got from purity culture and our parents and our peers and porn and wherever your sexuality was deformed, it can be reformed into awareness and appreciation and even a positive association so that when I think of a woman's body, for me, it is a sacred thing. It is a beautiful thing. God created women. God loves women. God loves vaginas. And guess what? He's not getting rid of them. In the end, God is not replacing our bodies. He is redeeming them. And our bodies in all of their glory are not going anywhere. They'll be with us forever. And that's why, one reason why, I'm really excited that at this point in my life, I really do think the vagina is a great thing. <laughs> it's awesome. And I can say that both from education and from experience. How about you? I wonder what kind of stories I'm going to hear after publishing this episode. Stories of how purity culture has affected men, not just women. How it has affected men's views of women and of their bodies. This is a conversation that we need to have. And if you would like to be a part of it, please join the Husband Material community. It is a free, private, confidential, empathetic community for Christian men based on curiosity and compassion and courage where we are going to be processing this podcast episode together. Would love to see you there. Gentlemen, always remember, you are God's beloved son. And in you, he is well pleased. Well pleased.